Welcome to the Bougie Black Brother Network. Good evening and welcome to Car Wax. I'm Michael, your Bougie Black Brother, and I'm here with my co-host Sean. What's going on, bro? What is on? What is so, how you been chilling? How was your weekend, partner? Uh, I was copacetic, man. Just working, you know, trying to grind it out, man. Got a few things that uh, got on the table that I need to clean off real quick. Absolutely. Absolutely. Same thing. Fucking retail season. They burning me on both ends. Seven-day working week. Mm. Kind of getting down, but we got to get that Christmas shit in. That's my day job. <laughs> so, fuck them. It's my day job. But... Other than that, um, uh, I've been waiting on these two releases, actually waiting to talk about them because um, Pretty got blown away for both of these. Um, I started off, well, I'm going to let you know who the hell they are. The first is Big Crit, K-R-I-T, or Justin Scott, for those who know. And then the second one is Sci High the Prince, and... With me being a novice in that end, I didn't know who the hell this you dude was. was. And when Sean threw that in front of me, yeah, I just heard his name. You know, honestly, I heard his name just keep showing up. That, oh, this is the guy y'all slept on. Yo, this is one of the lyrical geniuses out there. You sleeping on this guy if you haven't heard him. And I'm like, okay, because I haven't heard him. <laughs> so, but uh, big crit here and there, nothing major. Um... So when Sean laid these out in front of me, I was kind of like, okay, you know, everybody hyping these dudes. Let me see uh, really what they're bringing. And um, I want to go straight to home first with Sci High the Prince. Sci High first. So, yep, I want to go with the Sci High first. All right, go ahead and tell me, so, um, uh, I, I got, I got some, I got some stuff to tell you about this guy. <laughs> so Sai High. Um I put him on and the first thing I saw with the first cut, Amen. That was the first cut. And once he started rapping, I was like, what the fuck? Whoa! <laughs> and he did it so easily. It wasn't like I gotta make some clever shit. I gotta make this goat. And he was just fucking and I was like Whoa. So immediately I was like, damn, uh, this is going to be kind of interesting. And then I saw a couple of features on there and, you know, Pusha T, Two Chains, Jagged Edge. I was like, what the fuck? But I was like, got to hear it. Kanye West on there, Travis Scott, you know, I don't know who BJ the Chicago kids, but um, a lot of good fucking decent people on there. And I was like, schoolie boy Q. I was like, I got to listen to this. So oh, so I was holding back to listen and just per cut, I was taking it in. You know, sometimes you put stuff on and just let it flow. But I was anticipating each cut and I'm serious. It didn't disappoint. It was so much quality in this shit. And when I found out Kanye was really executive producing this, I was kind of like, Okay, I, I, I'm feeling that part. And even the way he did his flow in certain ways, it just kind of reminded me of Kanye's flow at certain things. But his messages on here was like 
kind of fucking deep as fuck too. You know, the one that I really enjoyed was, you know, after the Amen was No Dope on Sundays. And when you when you actually listen and and listen to the background, that that was like really amazing. And I just loved it. And Pusha T came in and I was like, yo, these motherfuckers is doing their thing in this bitch. And what I found out, you know, listening to it too, he broke some of the song up and rapped over a different beat on the back end of this bitch. You know, he'll start with a certain beat and then he'll add something else, but it was the same song. And I was like, wow. Um, so I, can, I, I can't say enough about um, when, he's, when he put out, y'all gonna love this, and this will be one of the greatest releases of all time. This was really, really great in, in, in my mind. So I'm just enjoying the shit out of this. Wow. You said it's really, really great. Right? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I loved how this was put together. I love the way he, his, how he rapped on this bitch. I love the, um, how he did certain things on here. Um, his features. I was really disappointed with the two chains though, because I always, I, after listening to his, his own album, I expect so much from him. And when he doesn't, I'm, I'm just fucking disappointed. He was, he just showed up on this one. And I, but, the cut was still fine because uh, Psy did his thing on there. But 2 Chainz, he, he was really mediocre on it. I, I just usually expect for him to do some clever shit that I'll be like, yeah, 2 Chainz, tit boy. But uh, no, 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 no. So he did a lot of good stuff on it. The Jagged Edge, you could throw that bitch away. Um, I kind of liked it, but they didn't need to do that solo portion. I think if he would have done what, um, how he flowed in, he didn't need to introduce them and let them sing a verse on their own. He didn't need to do all that shit. But um, what about New Africa? You like New Africa? So I like the message of New Africa, and I love the way he he flipped his lyrics on it. I really thought that was fucking amazing. Um, I didn't like the production on it. But I love what he was talking about, and I love how he did it. So I got to listen to it because of what he's saying. Okay, what about the love songs? What about the ones about him trying to find a chick? Uh, looking for love. Mm-hmm. Looking for love. Yeah, like that one. I actually really like that. I love the fucking moving around. That was my Moving around is one of my favorites. So um, I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, God bless your heart. That was pretty cool. I'm fine on the back end with Travis Scott. Um, I think he could keep that. That was good to be on the back end because if it was earlier, I think it would have fucking blew the flow of it and kind of slowed you down. Free reminded me of um, Kendrick Lamar. Um, I really enjoyed that one. Those moving around in free was two of my favorites. And then the 80s baby story was amazing. The 80s baby story was fucking amazing. And he just, he rapped all the way through and chilled. 
he was born out in the streets. And I was like, God damn. So that one was deep as hell. So you got, so you, how many times did you listen to it? I'm still listening to it. Mm -hmm. So I can, I can say now probably four and I'm still listening to it. Now, I don't know if you remember, I'm sure you don't, but this was actually the artist that I was telling you about. I was like, man, when he come out, it's going to be nasty. And then I said, if he doesn't, I'm just not even going to say nothing. Yep. And you said, if and if it's not what I think it is, I'm just going to say, yo, fuck it. We don't even need to listen to this. Yeah. You said that like earlier this year. Yeah. 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 So for me, I got a little history with Sci High. Um, first time I heard Sci High was, shoot, like, 2012, maybe 2013. Oh, okay. And then after I, and then uh, and then he dropped a mixtape in 2014 called uh, Black History Project. So, and I and I'm mad because I actually should have showed you that that tape. I should have let you listen to it. Right. Because I know you haven't did the back on the background on him because it's hard to find his music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, he doesn't have any music now. You know, so. Basically, what happened was he signed with. He ended up he ended up messing with Kanye. He signed with Kanye and, and like Def Jam for a second, but he never really got an album out because Kanye was just using him like for his personal ghostwriter. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was. He, you know, he literally just had him as like a personal rap guy. You know, so executive produced for Yeezus was all Saha. You know, Saha was executive produced majority of the tracks on on that album. Gotcha. You know, uh, so so when you say he's kind of sound like Kanye on some of these tracks, Kanye sound like him on some. Of these <laughs> okay, tracks. all right. So his, you know historically, saying? since he's been propping him up with, hey, look. Here's some shit you need to rap on, and then he make his own beats. But then you turn around, he has to rap a certain way. So that's interesting. Okay, yeah, okay, that's interesting. So now, now that whole time, and then basically this this person this came out of high mouth. So basically, this whole time he wasn't doing nothing for himself. Okay, you know, I guess he was so starstruck at the moments and the times of just being around these people and him being their rap guy. You know what I'm saying? That he never took the business side as serious. So he never really dropped nothing. You know what I'm saying? So from 2014 to 2017, he was just under Kanye, not dropping nothing. He's like, so he was supposed to drop something and then he didn't drop it. He dropped the single out. And then after he dropped the single out, he was supposed to have did something. Man, everything just went down and drank. And then... Come to find out, he splits with good music and he signed with Atlantic. Let me make sure this. Is, let me make sure. No, I know. Oh, okay, so this is with good music and Sony. So he's still with good music, but he. It took him forever to drop this. It took him forever to drop this. So for me personally, I'm I'm jump. I'm waiting. I'm I'm like, okay, good. This came out when the uh, Sire came out. Right. You know. So I was like, okay, so I know. This Saha is gonna be fire. So let me sit this to the back burner and let me see what this Sire talking about, right? Man, I ended up listening to the Sire the whole weekend. But anyways, mm-hmm. so I popped the uh, 
popped his high high in, and I'm just like, okay. What? And then I'm just like, you know, I, I listened to the first track, and I'm just like, all right. I listened to the tr- next track, No Dope on Sundays. I'm just like, is No ID doing these beats? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Then I go to the next track, and I'm just like, okay, what's wrong with these beats? You know what I'm saying? That So that was the first thing, because I heard Saha on way better shit than this. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm so I'm struggling through this album as a as knowing who Sahai is and hearing the quality of, of what Sahai brings. Now yeah, he he always if you know Sahai to your point, his lyrics come easy to him. He raps in his sleep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I already knew that. So I wasn't even that wasn't even that wasn't even my thing. I was just really expecting some some quality beats to go with these quality lyrics. But he was sticking to a theme, and the theme was No Dope on Sunday. And the theme of the No Dope on Sundays was this kind of melancholy beat sounds. You know what I'm saying? Right. The, that side. I was expecting the CD to sound more like that side. Okay. You know what I'm saying? A couple of more of those tracks, you know, a couple of more of him, you know, he, he got it, he got his butt, he got a he got his shirt buttoned up to his neck on this album. Mm. And I don't like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I've heard him, you know, with with that with that top button loosened. You know what I'm saying? I've heard him with an open jacket before. You know, speaking about that militant black power shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm listening to this album like, okay, Sean, it's a thing. No dope on Sunday. Okay, Sean, it's a thing. No dope on Sundays. So I'm hearing him, and I'm just like, okay, I hear you, my nigga, but. You ain't saying nothing current. You ain't saying nothing relevant to 2017. You ain't saying nothing relevant to 2016. It sounds like you didn't wrote this shit a little while back and goddamn just happened to throw all this shit together. Right. It sounds like you had this shit already done in 2015 and you finally got around to dropping it. For me, okay. when I'm listening to it, so I'm just, I'm, so I'm really just like, man, this shit sounds old. Man, this shit sounds old. You know, so I go to listening to his interviews, right? And he's just breaking down how he just couldn't get in, and you know, and he's just having these struggles, and and so they was like, okay, so so you know, you dropping music? He's like, I got four albums. I said, gotcha. He said, I got four albums waiting for you. I got something, I got something ready. I'm gonna have something ready in February. Gotcha, nigga. All this shit he dropping is old. For me personally. <laughs> just for me right, personally. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So now now everybody else who haven't heard Sahai is this is the same thing that you was telling me about Davies. Yep. So the same way yep. you feel about this Davies album. Is the same way I well the same way you feel about the Davies I felt about the Davies album is the same way you feel about this No Dope on Sundays. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I heard it and I was like, okay, that that Davies was all right. It was straight. You know what I'm saying? Like, Fuck and you was no, like, nah, no. man, nah, hell nah. And, and come to find out, he just dropped the mixtape Karma. That shit is fire. <laughs> I'm talking about flames, man. Come on, but back to Sahad. Not impressed, bro. Not impressed. I'm waiting on his February album. I'm wow. sure his February album is going to sound way better than this. Okay. His February album is going to sound 
three times better than this. A lot of these tracks, I guarantee you, are old. There's probably one track, maybe two tracks he did this year. All the other tracks is old. I, I it, it feels like it to me because I've heard Saha and I've heard Saha on better, more potent beats, better tracks than this. You know what I'm saying? I got you. He's always you. had he's 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 got the message. He's got the story. He's he's been had that. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. It wasn't. I wasn't waiting on the story. I was kind of waiting on him to flow on the beats. And it wasn't like he was. He was like he was just knew he could flow on the beats, but it wasn't the the beat for the track. It was just weird, man. It, for me, it was just like, oh man, this this ain't your top notch work right here. This, wow. this, this ain't your top-notch work right here. Okay. I, I, I got you. I just, if you stripped the beats off, would you have enjoyed it lyrically? You have to. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, I, yeah, I got of you. Course, of course. Okay. So I love the beats because of him. He was clear with his lyrical content. There's some people who are lyrical and put, Bullshit beats and the beats drown him out. The beats didn't drown him out. He was over the beats, and you can hear him clearly of everything he was talking about. And that's why I enjoyed it without saying, wow, amazing beats. You know, that's it's Kanye shit. So if you used to Kanye, sh- that's what you're hearing. You're hearing Kanye shit. So I didn't care. I was I so enjoyed his content. Yeah, if it was old, yeah, I got you. You know, because I haven't heard him previously. So, but I loved how he did his storytelling, and he was so clear with how he was so lyrical. It was just clear to me. That's why I enjoyed it, and and the beats were good enough. But to you, and I definitely respect you because that's what I was gonna go definitely to say. So you kind of. Saying that like Davies, but you already got it. You already said, hell yeah. You heard Davies and was like, what a fucked up ass album. And you was like, nah, I think it was pretty hot. Nah, bro. If you'd heard his previous, you know how right. he gets off. And the way he gets off, this was some mm-hmm. bullshit. So and, and, yeah. and you know what? So, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna respect the theme of the album. You know, I like what he was giving. You know what I'm saying? But right. I, I don't think he I <clears throat> If he was trying to grab the youth with this, he, yeah, he he caught a few. You know what I'm saying? If he was trying to make this a classic album, a timeless album, maybe. Am I going to pop it back in? <laughs> nah, because I know you got better shit coming. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I know you, okay, okay. I know you got better as a As a fan. I got you. Not even that, dog. Not even when, I, when you confess to me that you got four albums sitting on the shelf, my nigga. I know this is the worst album. You, you're not gonna bring out your best uh, album if you got four sitting on the shelf. But you know, doing his interview, didn't he say that the, the good group or the yeah, good music, G O O O D, he had a couple of people that yeah, that um, Kanye is doing all of their albums. So Kanye may do another mediocre beats on that. That Man, shit too. You know what I mean? He may be going hard for everybody. Kanye for this dog, because I only seen Kanye. No, Kanye doesn't really? produce none of this. Hold on. So he didn't. So who produced these tracks? Man, Olympics, uh, this month novel, 
was on a couple of these tracks. Really? Uh, yeah, man. Man, look, man. I, hold on. I'm trying to find the one track he was rapping on. Who's that? Kanye? Yeah. Nope. Oh, and he, that side. And he that was that even, side. And he didn't even produce it. Exclusive produced it. Wow. Yeah, see, that's just fucking weird because, you know, I was I was looking and say, who, who fucking produced this? And, you know, Kanye is executive producing the next ones. So I'm looking at yeah. the article right here. He's doing a lot of the next ones. So, but I really didn't get who produced these. I got you. I feel you. Now, now, product now, music production. Uh, uh, somebody else did it. Now, as far as production, you know, like getting the people in the studio and making sure this is orchestrated. Kanye did that. If, yeah, if no. that's what they're giving him props for, then you know that's the production. But as far as tapping beats and shit, no, nah, I'm, I'm nah. talking about the beats. Nah. I'm talking about strictly the beats. Yeah, Kanye I, ain't taste nothing. He ain't touch none of the beats. So. <laughs> so with that said, <laughs> so what are you rating this then? Man, I know, I you know it's some better you stuff. You gotta bro. beat the shit out of it. So go yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah. First off, if you if you haven't heard the Black History Project, you gotta go back and listen to the the first Black History Project. The second one is pretty straight, but the first one is like, oh, that's how you coming off. And if you hear that, you're gonna understand exactly what I'm trying to say. Exactly what I'm saying. I don't even okay. give this a seven. You know what I'm saying? Because I know you got better work coming. I know you got better. I I know your game. This ain't you. He's trying to play chess, but it's predictable because he's behind. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at it from the game. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, now. Okay, putting it on the table. It was great lyrics. Just off the lyrics, you do get a seven. Just off the lyrics, you get a seven. So. I'm not gonna go mm -hmm. no lower than the seven out of respect of Saha and and him basically being the the writer of everything after what Dark Fantasy, Kanye's Dark Fantasy. You know what I'm saying? So okay. you know yep. I, I gotta yep. give you a seven just for that. But if it wasn't for that, man, look, man, you you gotta do better than that. <laughs> you you gotta do better than that. Cause he cause he's better. It's a than good that. introduction. For everybody who don't know him, you know what I'm saying? Really good introduction for everybody who don't know him. If I didn't know him, I would probably give this album a mid-eight. You know what I'm saying? But the right. fact that I know him right. and, and I and I got respect for you, I, I got to give it a, 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 what, what, a 70? I mean, a seven. Seven solid. Mm, a solid a seven. seven. Yeah, man. Luckily, okay. a solid seven. Damn. All right. So... Told you I loved it. Um, still in my rotation. I'm listening to this. Um, I'm not listening to a couple of others from our previous podcast. I'm not listening to those again. I'm not going to put them bullshits on. I have an 825 on this. It's a, it's, a, it's a good 825 for me. But to your point, Sean, you, you called it. You said for a person who haven't listened to him, it's going to definitely be over an 8. Because you're you're really caught up in his lyrical, mm -hmm. and I am. I'm caught up with his lyrical content and his storytelling, the way he does all of this. And he overshadowed the beats. And the beats wasn't garbage. They just was good enough for him to stand over them. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I love it when a person is that lyrical that they're on top of the beats, as opposed to he's flowing to the beats, so you kind of enjoying the beats and the person. 
So depending on the production at one given time, you may even like the beats more than what he's saying. I don't think any of these beats, um, you you wanted to listen to the beats more than what he was saying. I know, but he's better than that. I got you. You've There's heard always him. when you I, hear I got him you. spit on better beats. When you hear a whole body of work of better right. beats, you're like, it, I'm, why I'm going did to you revert in? back to Nas when you was already going up a uh, Jay Z Kanye level? You just kind of went backwards, buddy. Luckily, nobody knows you, and you can sneak this so one in. Know. Yeah, you can yeah. sneak this yeah. one in. But but come February, watch. I'm going to get on his head again. Get on his head again. Because that February album better be fire. Better be fire. And you know you should have had better. Man, this album was sitting on the shelf, bro. I'm trying to tell you. This 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 was right. this should have been out two years ago. It would have been out two years ago. So to ago. your point, it was like, uh, release mm-hmm. this one first. Yeah. That's all. I, I got a, he got a, he got an order of where he going to, you know, uh, Dave Chappelle said the same thing. He was on an interview and he was like, they was like, so um, how did you do your uh, specials? You know, he was like, I just opened up my closet, picked them up, and <laughs> blew the dust off the motherfuckers and gave it to Netflix. That's, bu- and, and that's bullshit. And gave it to Netflix. That. He was like, that was, that was some work that I did earlier this year. You know what I'm saying? And, and Netflix wanted me, shoot, I just <laughs> brushed brush the dust off and here you go. You know what I'm saying? I was like, that's that's- Damn, that's, that's what's up. And, and he not missing it because to your point, you know, he got to own that. He just got 50 million. Back, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure Saha did. He didn't get 50 million for this album, but, you know, he got his name out there like he wanted to. And now he's trying to get his buzz going. Yep. Yep. I got you. I got you. So you got it at a hard seven and I got it at a eight two five. Yeah, man, you can't you can't hide you can't sneak one up, up under a hip hop historian, man. I I kind of know this game, man, for what it is, man. So if it's old music, you can hear it. You know, you got to be really good, or the music really got to be timeless, man. Like like Kid Cudi is a timeless artist. You can listen yeah. to his album. You can listen to his first, second, or third album today and be like, wow. And I didn't like the first one. Uh, like the second and the newest one, mm-hmm. those two, because I think he progressed from the first. He was kind of like, "Whoa, this dude is kind of cool." The second one, you was like, "Ah, oh, okay." And then this third one, you know, because I heard the the third the the current right. one before I heard the rest, and then when I went backward, I was like, "Hmm, okay, I see where he was going, Sean." But I think he grew on the second one, which prepared which. Made me say, mm-hmm. "Yep, this third one is really fucking good. This dude is really goddamn talented." Because I just think, you know, I think he's talented. So cool. So <laughs> I think we went along with that one for a minute. But now, yes, sir. Let's get into the Mississippi rapper, Big K R I T. So, and be- before we get into, you know, both of these cats were Def Jam. Uh, people who kind of got fucked over once again, um, holding on to Def Jam. And when they wanted to do something on their own, it's kind of like, look, I'm going to get the fuck away from them. But um, let me know about Big Crit, y'all. Now, Crit has a body of work. 
you know, and Crit wasn't under nobody's thumb. So with that being said, Crit is a musical genius. You know, he makes his own beats. He's been making his own beats since day one. That's how he kind of got in the game. And mm-hmm. and um, he puts Mississippi on his back. You know, I, I he's he's argued the new era. He's definitely one of my top five artists in, in this new really? era. Yeah. Yeah. BLB's up here, too. But in this new era, I'm not talking about anybody over over 30. I'm not talking about two chains and I'm not talking about, you know, older artists like that. I'm kind of into the J. Cole, the Kendrick Lamar, you know, Big Crit, uh, B.O.B. And I got like one more artist that I can't quite remember right now. But okay. um, if you can make your own beats you, these days, you definitely have to. I have to commend you on that you know especially if you can rap you can rap and you can make your own beats but and quality beats yeah. not just some bullshit right 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 exactly so you know crit was having some real troubles in between 2014 2017 trying to drop his album uh so basically what had happened was there was a lot of shifting going on at def jam and basically uh you hire me on and you get fired now the new people want me to do something else that, you know, I didn't agree on when I first initially came. You know what I'm saying? So he right. was really going through a lot of conflicts of what they wanted. So they didn't they he didn't do what they wanted, so they put him on the back burner. You know, that's kinda how these that's kinda how these uh record labels work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We want it like this. We want it like that, you know. So what he did was with this whole work that he had right here, he kind of just didn't tell Def Jam he was making it, you know, before he got up out of there. And um, I'm not sure if he just paid to get out of there or I, I don't quote me, but basically he found some type of way to get out of there and uh, he ended up dropping this shit. And I, I was, I, I'm, I'm definitely satisfied. He fulfilled me with this. This was definitely filling. Um, when they said he had 20 tracks, I'm like, 20 tracks? What you got to talk about on 20 tracks? But he's, it's, it's been a while since he came out. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he, he's a he's a real artist. You know, he's a true he's a true hip-hop head. You know, so, okay. you know, when you hear his interviews and you hear him talking, man, he was hurt. That he couldn't make the music and he couldn't give the music out like he wanted to. So, you know, on the second album, Justin Scott, you can definitely feel that. You know, it's a lot of tracks on that on that second album, on that second CD that that was like, wow, you giving it to me. You know what I'm saying? You you want you want me to understand what's going on in your your issues. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I it took me a second to kind of grab the the big crit. It took me a second because I liked the second album so much that that um, I missed the fact that the first one it is big crit. You know, he talking about his subs. He talking about riding in his car with his speakers. You know what I'm saying? He got a uh, the confetti. The confetti is my shit. I love that shit. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. um the ox court. Confetti ain't here. Yeah, the ox court. You know, so Big Crip was always based on speakers, bass, and bar. You know, and he kept that theme with the first CD, and in the second CD, he just gave you him what he's been going through and just how he feel. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like if you didn't want if you wanted Big Crip, 
here you go. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely wanted to give you, I wanted to give me Justin Scott. You know what I'm saying? I think he did yeah, the second yeah. album more for him than for anybody else. Yeah. But if you would split that album up and you just throw this as a, you know, R&B alternative type, you would have been like, damn, this is fucking mm-hmm. cool as hell. So he gave me two sets of yep, two, two albums. Sets of crit. He gave me straight two albums, two perspectives, but you mm-hmm. knew it was him. So I, because when it started changing, I was kind of like, what the fuck? What is this? And then when I read about it, I was like, oh, because I was like, who the fuck is Justice Scott? Yeah. yeah, but then I was like, mm-hmm. that's him. What the fuck? So one of my favorites from the Justice um, Scott side was the oh, yeah, Messenger. Oh, yeah, that's definitely one of the best ones. I was like, damn, look mm-hmm. at what he's talking about. Great fucking production of how he did it and, and how he did the repeated verse and everything. And I was like, damn, that's so cool. So it, it just, he just did a fucking great. I mean, I just jumped in. I'm sorry, Sean. You no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, but, that's what I wanted to hear. So, so this, the, this album for me, the way he broke it up made it so yeah. creative. You know, some people try to break it. It, it reminds me of the yeah, Janae. There you go. You know what I mean? There you Janae, go. Janae brought you to somewhere and then was, bam, That's here exactly I go. And you're I like, felt. what the fuck? That is exactly how I felt. So, and this is why I enjoyed it. Because, you know, the fucking, he had Jill mm-hmm. Scott on there. You know, the other one, Miss Georgia, for, for oh, me, I, I didn't like that. Because I don't like, I didn't like that one. I liked the higher calling better. Because when Jill Scott came in and, She's a singer, so she said, "I'm gonna throw what I put on to complement exactly well, what well, you're doing." Well, I think, um, and she just made the song I fucking think amazing. The way he but, he did the track made Miss uh, Georgia so good because right before Miss Georgia was "Keep the Devil Off," and, and both yeah, of the yeah, songs yeah, yeah, yeah. were kind of right. churchy. You know what I'm saying? So, so he he extended the exactly. the, the feel right. basically. Okay. Okay. I can respect that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but um, I respect because we always talk about how people art, arrange art. their album. Yeah. And they're arranging their art to say, hey, look, when I want to give you a feel of what I'm trying to do, it's going right. to proceed in this way. Yeah. So I agree with that because Keep the Devil Off was kind of yeah. weird. I was like, what the fuck is he? More and more but then I was like, like, okay. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I got you. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like Keep the Devil <laughs> Off. <laughs> And I was like, right. And then when I realized it was a second album, it was perfect. Uh, okay. It was it was exactly what it should have been. If you if you said, let me put on this mm-hmm. Justin Scott album. He started with Justin Scott, mixed messages, you enjoyed the shit out of it. Keep the devil, oh, this is kinda cool. Yeah. Then you throw the, the Miss Georgia shit on it. And you was like, okay, I feel it. Then the everlasting, because I really like that too. And then she went into there. The skits on there was kind of yeah. funny as fuck, too. So he threw, I think, about three, maybe four skits in there that were funny. And they, were, they weren't, you know, like people put unnecessary shit that's right. really not funny. And you'd be like, come on, man. Why you put that bullshit in there? I, I thought they were funny. And they, they, they kind of leaned into what he was doing. And I was like, okay. You know, like the weekend. The weekend. Yeah. So, so I, 
knowing that he made his own beats, you know, because it was perfect to what he was saying and how he was singing and what he was doing. Because I was a little confused. Was like, why is he using so many different styles on this album? And then I listened to it again and said, damn, I really enjoy this. Then I started reading and like, yo, he doing different styles different because, now. yeah, mm-hmm. here's my hip hop side and here's mm-hmm. the shit that I feel. So I'm going to give two. And then when I looked at the tracks, I said, oh, it started at one again after the 11. Oh, it started at Justice Scott. So I took them separately and I was able to enjoy them as separate albums, but appreciate the right. whole damn thing. And it, and and like I said, it reminded me of the Janae. When I first listened to it, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I was like, <laughs> oh, it's the whole mm-hmm. thing. And and then it just it just let me from there. But he's he's really yeah. fucking talented, yo. Um, very talented. I was thinking about um you know, uh, the other one, uh, what's the name? The creator? Tyler, the creator. Yeah. Yep. With his crazy ass. Yep. And um, fucking amazing beats. But yeah, I really ain't talk about shit. Exactly. Um, and you have you artists know. like this who can make just as good beats, who's talking about something. Mm-hmm. You know, who's that? Even if he was gay, he'll he'll let you know about it. At least he'll, he'll be like, look, Justin Scott's gay. You know what I'm saying? And be like, look, yeah. man. This is how I feel. This is my passion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Price of Fame was really good. You know, Drunken Session was awesome. You know what I'm saying? Awesome, yeah. Because he he was, you know, you you almost, you heard the emotion in that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was like, wow, dude. But he, he did a lot of good shit in here, man. He really did. You know, even Bury Me in Gold, I was, I was, yeah, I, I like that sing songy with the little chorus going in the back. And I was like, I can listen to, if I just felt like it, I could have started with Justice Scott and just listened to the back half mm-hmm. if I really wanted to. But the first half was so good that he was like, let it go all the way through. I know it's 22 of these bitches, but it's worth it. You can go. Wow. With that Bilal and, and Robert Glasper Jr. Mm-hmm. and the jazz people with that, I was like, wow, man. you. You put some shit together, kid. He knows his music. He knows yep. his music, man. You know, that's, that's just great, man, hearing somebody who who has respect for for uh, their elders in older music, music that came before them. So, you know, like I said, man, it's definitely no question about it. In this era, Big Crit is one of my top five artists, man. Even though his body of work isn't as full as it should be, this is his third album. He, he has a bunch of mixtapes. He got a bunch of mixtapes, but um, this is his third art. This is a piece of art right here. This is his third project, and uh, gotcha. really good, really good. This is his best piece of product right here, man. Most of his mixtapes, for me personally, kind of outshine his albums, but this one just be, be, probably because it's been a while, you know, but this one just okay. tops the cake, okay. man. He, he really, you know, gave you him. You know, and he's free. He's free from his his record label now, so he can do whatever the hell he want to do. So, with that said, um, what do you what do you rate it? Very great album, uh, man. Honestly, man, for for a body of work, for a body of work, I'm gonna have to give it a a, a nine. Whoa! 
I'm gonna have to give it a nine because Damn, it's, dude. it's just um like I said again, man, the, the he gave you two fills and and it wasn't he didn't force neither one of the albums. Nope. It wasn't a track that that he didn't, you know. I wanted to give him like an eight, seven, eight, five, but it was a good album. You know, it, it's in my rotation, but I, I got to be, just like the Janae, I got to be ready for it. I got to be ready to listen to the whole album. You know what I'm saying? And if I can't listen to the whole album all at once, I'm not going to pop it on. I'm not going to put it in. So mm-hmm. if I'm like going to the store real quick, I won't pop it in. You know, if I'm going down to the South Side, I'll definitely pop it in because I listen to it there and I listen to it back. You know what I'm saying, but right, right. It, it, it it's a it's a good body of work, man. I, I definitely give it for for a rap album. I definitely give it a nine. You know, um, even though I didn't rate the Rhapsody higher, uh, because the Rhapsody is better. I will say that the Rhapsody is the best album of the year right now. You know, really? Yeah, I I I, uh, I listen to it and I listen to it and I listen to it and I'm just like very impressive. Solid, solid piece of work you have here. You know what I'm saying? And she surprised everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I think I'm gonna rate it the best album because of the shock value. Okay. More than anything, you know what I'm saying? Um, and the quality. You know, and she's a female. You know what I'm saying? Her back is against the wall. You know, already. Right? Yep. Exactly. You know, so she really put a solid piece of work together. And, and I praise her. She even got nominated, man. You know, oh, yeah. praise, no doubt. You know, I, I just, which surprised the fuck out of me. You know what I'm so saying? So I really didn't think she would be, um, because it wasn't best female rapper, was it? It was best rap album, and then it was something yep. else. Yeah, but see, and my, and that's why I'm saying she's competing against rap albums, not rap female albums. Rap right. fucking albums. That's how good she is. That's though. my yeah. So that's really what I was getting at, and you know that was a great segue because you know we'll be coming up with um, the two award shows that we're gonna do the the Grammy ones that we really got to talk about, and then the one that you got lined up because that's two two things because it was so cool because we we had uh, Imagine Dragons actually getting some love from the Grammys, which I didn't think would be. And then mm. the gorillas as well, um, getting a little love as well. So that's why I said uh, that was pretty amazing that, you know, the quality of work that we listen to, that people are respecting because it is good. You know what I mean? Right, right. Almost it is definitely. Good. So, um, so. Vince Staples got snubbed, though. Vince Staples got snubbed. Who? Vince. Vince Staples. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's an acquired taste. Uh, Logic got some love. Um, oh, of course, because he looks white. But yeah, yeah. I'm not taking nothing from him. He made an amazing song. Yep, that that song is amazing, and the album is amazing. Yes, it is. Yeah, yes, it is. Can't, you can't take anything away. So <laughs> that proved that this year had some. The, the nominees was pretty fucking amazing, dude. It's what we. It was almost close to what we were talking about. Um, that should be nominated. Um, but the surprise one, and we we getting off topic, but the surprise one is the one that I loved, which was Scissor. I love Scissor more than Seventh Street, and everybody was was oh, yeah. kicking our ass about Seventh Streeter and all of this. And I was like, I think Scissor was better. I really well, for did. the record, for the record, I will tell you that 
the people that were complaining about Scissor is a very small percentage. No, I'm I'm good. Um, with that. Because no, no, no. I mean, that was the people that were trying to let you know who Seven Streeter was is a very small percentage. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Everybody loves this Scissor album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, everybody, you know. But when you when you start sitting down and breaking down why certain people like it, it's it's a little different. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I, I think that's why I want I would rather sit down and be like, why do you like this shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what is it? Because this is what I felt like she got off of it. And and, and maybe I need to sit down and see what her perception was of, of trying to get a, get off this album. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I just didn't feel it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I well, but but like she it. she got a lot of credit. Yeah, yeah. She, I everybody like liked the album. Everybody yeah. this year definitely liked the album. I will say that. I don't think it was better than Janae's though. Hell nah, not even. Close. I think she was so late in the mix that I think. And and I think the drug thing that they, you know, the people who nominate was kind of like, ah, I can't say I like drugs in that matter. So I think that turned some people off from that nomination thing. But the quality of Janae was way fucking better than them. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I think it was late. I just think it was I didn't come. It didn't come out in time. Yeah, that's cool. So I say Big Crit is an eight five easy. Mm, easy, right? Easy, easy <laughs> eight five. Will it go lower than that? No, hell no. Hell Will nah, it go higher than that? Go. Probably so. You know, probably so. But I really feel that <laughs> this shit is is. I don't keep putting it in, and the only reason I don't keep putting it in is because sometimes I forget because I'm listening to so many other right. songs. But when when I see it, I'm like, oh, I got to put that shit on, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not running all the way through. I don't. Skip over it. There's a couple of ones that I put on that I, I kind of skip over. I'm kind of done with the hustle hustle group now. I'm I'm okay with it. So okay, I'm tired of listening to that. But you know, great segue into what we be doing next week. Um, or oh, our next actual podcast is uh, our boy JID and what you call it, Sire J. Sire. Yep. Definitely a standalone. Um, that'll be a standalone all the way through. Because, um, now nah, we just got to talk about it. Now I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> we definitely got to talk about it. Yeah, that's going to be a long one. Yeah, because those two, I, um, I keep waiting to put it back on. Even though I have to listen to something song, some other songs, I got to keep putting that on. I was like, oh, okay, listen to that, listen to that. Okay. Right. Let me put the JID back on. I listen to that, listen to that. Damn, I'm really confused right now. I got to put that sire back on. I... <laughs> so that's a whole, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm really looking forward to that. So eight, five, and a, and a fucking nine. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm good, bro. I'm not, I'm not going to debate. Them, man. You know, I, I, hey, man, sometimes you just got to give the respect where it's due, man. You know? Right, right. And, 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 and you know him like that, so. Hey, man, that motherfucking nice. That <laughs> motherfucking nice, bruh. You know, his last mixtape, his last mixtape was like 12 for 12, and he ripped that shit. You know what I'm saying? And for him to come up with this type of body of work after he ripped the mixtape like that was like, wow, 
you right. got some flow. You have you have angles. You have ways to do this. You nice. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you know, every time I hear him, man, you know he's good with it. You know, and, and he represents the South very well. Very well. It's he's uniquely representing the South. Mm-hmm. I mean, you 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 can tell, but he does it almost like a West Coast feel. Yeah. That's what he reminds me of, which that's what I thought until I started reading. It. And I was like, man, this nigga from Mississippi. What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, but I got you. They come from everywhere. So don't be surprised. But uh, so cool. Appreciate it, Sean. Uh, BougieBlackBrother.com. And hit us up on Car Wax. Car Wax on iTunes, Google Play, Streaker, Spreaker. All the podcast downloads, we're there and everywhere. So take a listen. Um, a lot of great selections. We're coming up with our award ceremonies as well as our Grammy review. Because definitely going to um, go through that because um, we were right. Um, <laughs> there's some seclusions from there or uh, people that they didn't put on. But I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm almost okay with what the Grammys did. But um, it is what it is. So hit us up on Bougie Black Bro and Bougie Black Sean on Instagram, DJ Activists on Twitter and Bougie Black Bro on Twitter, Facebook, the Bougie Black Brother Network. And that has all the other podcasts from music to wine to movies to... All types of different things. So check us out. And Welcome to the Wall is out there. And we'll be having another one with some mystical girls. And we're building on that who comes with all different types that's very unique from the black community. So any last words, Sean? Nah, nah, man. Just uh, make sure y'all check us out on Instagram. Make sure you check us out on Twitter. And if you get an opportunity, check us out on YouTube. Absolutely. Forgot the YouTube. We are there. So appreciate it. Thank you very much. And we'll see you soon on Highlights. Peace. Later.